2: There's Morgan right over there.
3: Hello. Happy Thursday.
2: Welcome in. We're just figuring things out here this morning.
3: Yes. Defrosting.
2: Getting closer to Memorial Day weekend. I think that's on our minds as well. Yes, definitely. We appreciate you being here. It's the Q Morning Show. Post Malone. This is Chemical. Chemical. Q 104 plays the hits always live on the free Odyssey app. You've got the Q morning show this morning. It's Morgan and Bill. You know, one of the the interesting things about this show for me, one of the more fascinating things. And uh, for me, more fun is that Morgan and I come from different generations.
3: We do. Yes. We
2: have different sensibilities. We have different perspectives on things. So when news happens, when, when big news happens, uh, it affects us differently. And I think that, the death of Tina Turner is probably one of those things, wouldn't you say?
3: Yeah, I would say. I mean, don't get me wrong. To me, she is an icon. She is a legend. And it's obviously very sad to lose Tina Turner. Um, But that's really the extent of what I know about her. You know, I know her big mm-hmm. hits. I know that she is legendary. Um, And I think that's just because, you know, I'm 30.
2: Yeah, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. I, you shouldn't apologize for that. I mean, you can't help when you were born and you were not raised on Tina Turner. Right. Uh, but as far as 80s music go, goes, you can't you can't talk about 80s music unless you add Tina Turner right. to the conversation. And, uh, I mean, just thinking about Tina Turner yesterday, just all the memories that came flooding back was, uh, I'm pretty sure it was one of the, the first cassette tapes that <laughs> I owned in the 80s where you could uh, order, like, I don't know what, it was like 12 to 15 cassette tapes nice. at one time for just a penny from Columbia House. <laughs>
3: oh, man. Uh,
2: and watching Tina Turner videos on MTV when MTV used to, to have videos. Right. And uh, the other thing that struck me was it seemed to me that Tina Turner, I mean, she she lived uh, an interesting life. There were, there were lots of ups. There were lots of downs. Um, I don't think we have to get into all of that here. But she lived a full life until yeah. until the age of 83 I wasn't even aware that she had relocated to Switzerland me neither uh, a decade ago but that's where she lived out the the last few years of her life and it's just I'm I'm happy that she lived a a full life as opposed to some of the 80 stars that we lost way too young like yeah. Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston and George Michael um but yeah so uh, there's, a, there's a segment of us, Morgan, that uh, feel a certain way today. You know, when we, yeah. when we keep losing our, our music icons from back when we were, when we were kids, we, we definitely feel a, a certain way. Sad to see it happen. Yeah, Tina Turner, uh, 83 years old, died yesterday. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up.
4: I mean, that's fine
5: in the
2: it's the Q Morning Show. T104 Plays the Hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning. It's Morgan and Bill. You've got the Q Morning Show. So how about this for the dumbest survey ever? 46% of people will be drinking over Memorial Day weekend.
3: <laughs> Only 46?
2: Yeah, that's that. now that is interesting. <laughs> like I was thinking... Um,
3: at least 50. At w- least.
2: You needed to do a survey for this, but you're right. That's not the majority of people. Yeah. Uh, I And then I'm reading this other article... Uh, it's a Consumer Trends Report, and it's talking about how people's preferences for drinking are changing. Yeah. Because it seems like, like the non-alcoholic drinks are becoming more and more popular. They
3: definitely are. There's even like a sober bar opening up in downtown Cleveland where yeah. they're serving strictly non-alcoholic drinks. I You're saw, right. I uh, s-
2: just quickly, it's called Verbena. Yeah, And it's going to open up in Hingetown at the former Cleveland Tea Revival space. Uh, I don't know when that's opening up. But, I mean, she must know, uh, the owner must know that there's a market for this. There
3: definitely is.
2: For non-alcoholic drinkers.
3: I've seen um, other surveys and stuff that says Gen Z looks at drinking the way we look at smoking. You know what I mean? Like, in a couple of years, smoking is... Drinking isn't going to be as popular as it was for the generation before us.
2: That is very interesting. Yeah. Um, and as for me, uh, it's not that uh, drinking is is less popular. It's just that I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Like it used to, like I remember in college, it's like, okay, well, I can't drink Bud Light. I can't drink Miller Light. Now I get into these craft beers, like the harder beers, like yeah. the lagers and the IPAs.
3: And you're like, no, thanks. Now <laughs> it's just,
2: I can't deal with the, the physical after effects yeah. the day after. So now I'm going back to drinking those lighter beers, like Labatt and, you know, Bud Light and stuff like that, just, just so I can function the next day.
3: Fiance David is a big NA alcohol, guy. So we always have that kind of stuff in our house.
2: He likes the non-alcoholic drinks?
3: Yeah, well he doesn't drink he's sober. so he. Right. I,
2: but he likes the non-alcoholic He does,
3: way. yeah. He really likes it a lot. And I like him too. So that's kind of what we prefer in our house. There you go. It's interesting, isn't it?
2: I, I think it's interesting just the way that the trends have shift, yeah. shifted over the past few years, for sure. Alright, trending report on the way. We have a Cleveland confessional coming up this morning after 7 as well. Hey, did you know that you can listen to our show like whenever you want? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The Q Morning Show is on demand. Download the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app now. So easy to listen on the app.
2: Free on the Odyssey app or
1: wherever you get your podcasts. Cause I love
2: it, it in my I'll do it. Today. Q104 plays the hits, always live on the Free Odyssey app. Thank you so much for being here. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Cleveland confessional on the way. So, Morgan is, I was about to say celebrating. Celebrating, oh, no, is, not celebrating
3: the is not the right word.
2: <laughs> Morgan has an anniversary today. What is it?
3: It has officially been one whole year, 12 months of my fiance, David, and I waiting for our fiance visa to be approved so that we can get married. We have been waiting a whole year year and you want to know the most disgusting part about it we have heard
2: nothing Mm.
3: in a whole year
2: and typically does it take this long to get a visa
3: well i think obviously as with most things in life covid kind of really destroyed everything it was slow but it wasn't a year slow it was like you know Start to finish before COVID, you'd probably have to wait six to eight months.
2: Sidebar tangent. When are we gonna stop using COVID as an excuse for everything? Oh
3: right. That everything's
2: It's like twenty in twenty thirty-five. It's right? like, oh like you know COVID. <laughs> back in twenty twenty, it just right. slowed everything down. But uh, truly, anyway. I
3: mean, people were still applying for visas over COVID, but the the government office shut down. So there's this huge backlog now of people that are trying to get visas. they're severely understaffed. Uh it's ran in an ancient way, you know, so it's just one thing after another that makes it almost impossible for my fiance to get a visa for us to get married. It's ridiculous.
2: But there are signs of hope. There are, I mean, the there is a light at the end of the tunnel.
3: Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean you've set a wedding date for next year. Yeah. So you guys seem, I, I I would think seem optimistic that the visa is going to come in Shortly.
3: Yeah, I don't know shortly. I would say by the end of this calendar year. But is that shortly? You know, for me, it's a little bit different because I can kind of, when David's not here, I can keep my head down, keep myself busy, whatever. David, my fiance, is the one that is constantly being uprooted Mm -hmm. and misplaced and miscombobulated, you know, because he's constantly having to... Want to start to build a life here with me as I want that as well. We've been together for five and a half years. We should be able to do that Um, and stay in compliance with, you know, government rules and go back to London and stay there for two months now and then stay there for three months later. And it's just it's so the immigration system is so horrible. It's horrible.
2: Well. When today's the anniversary, Mm -hmm. but the celebrating will start when you actually get that visa, when it finally comes in. That's that's when the real party will begin. Yeah. And you're more excited about getting the visa or actually getting married.
3: Oh, the visa for sure. (laughs) I mean, we are going to shed many tears, many tears when we get that visa.
2: That'll be more memorable. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it could be worse. You could be like Allison in West Park because Allison's in a relationship right now. Except someone in her life keeps hitting on her. Oh,
3: so she might not be in the relationship for long?
2: Yeah, it's causing some problems. We'll talk to Allison. Cleveland Confessional is on the way. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. So whatever it is you want to confess, you can get in touch with us. There's so many ways to get in touch with us. Our IG is at the Q Morning Show. You can reach us by email. You can text us at 216-474-0104. Allison's in West Park. Allison, good morning.
4: Good morning.
2: Thank you for joining us. Go ahead with your confession.
4: So I want to confess that my personal trainer keeps hitting on me, um, but I'm in a relationship. Okay. How long have you had this trainer? Is this new? I literally just started seeing him. Um, it's been like three weeks now. So I'm kind of just trying to figure out if it's his personality to be a flirt. Um, like, he is definitely, definitely flirting with me. But I'm just wondering, like, if he does that with everyone.
2: Allison, let me ask you this. Are you sure that he's flirting with you? Because or Do girls know? Girls usually know. We know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know. Because I, I never know. I never know if anyone's... You know, back back in the day, I never knew if anyone's flirting with me or if they were just being nice. So do you think he's just being nice or do you think he's definitely flirting?
4: I think he's definitely flirting with me. And from what I've heard, like, he's a really good trainer and he's really nice. But it's definitely flirting with me and not just him being nice.
2: And I'm guessing this is a problem because you're in a relationship?
4: Yeah. Like, I've been in a relationship for six years. Um We're not engaged or anything like, I mean, I would like to be, but it's definitely like a very long, serious, committed relationship.
3: Okay. And how does it make you feel like when this trainer flirts with you, does it make you uncomfortable?
4: I mean, I am committed to my boyfriend, but I wouldn't be lying if I said that my trainer isn't like super hot. I mean, (laughs) he is... (laughs) Hot. So <laughs> when he flirts with me, it just makes me really nervous, you know? It, like, gives me butterflies.
3: Oh. Okay. So
2: we're, we're going down a different path than I thought we were going. Like, I was going to say, this is easy. Go report him to the gym. No. Get that creep to stop, but... He's hot. <laughs> you kind of like it.
4: What does he say to you, Allison? Uh, like, he doesn't say anything inappropriate or anything like that. Like, it wouldn't be a reporting situation or anything, but he compliments me on my form and and stuff. And he's like always smiling at me. And I don't know. There's just like something in his eyes, like the way that he looks at me when he talks to me.
3: Is it weird that I know exactly what you're talking about? Like there is just (laughs) a look that certain guys will give you when you're talking to them. And you're like, I feel like something sexual is happening here when really nothing is.
2: And I have no idea what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> no, Bill doesn't get it. I don't, I don't
2: get that look. I never get that look. And
4: so that's starting to make you feel guilty? Honestly, yeah, kind of. Like, I don't know. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for so long, and I have never felt, like, physical attraction for anybody else. But I don't know. I'm, I'm like, really attracted to my trainer. Um, and I... I've never ever cheated on anyone and I, you know, I am so committed to my boyfriend and I love him so much and I don't want to do that, but my trainer just makes me nervous laugh, like <laughs> in a good way. I, I don't know. That's the only way I can really describe it.
2: Well, the obvious thing here is find a new trainer, but I'm guessing that's something you don't want to do either.
4: Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I think it's, harmless like I'm not a cheater but it's kind of freaking me out that I get these butterflies around him just from being you know attracted to him and and I don't know I mean I guess I could just be making this whole thing up and it could just all be in my head and like maybe you know he's just a really flirty guy. You think she shouldn't see this trainer? You think it's that
3: serious Bill? Well
2: yeah it could be Right. I mean, if he says, Hey, I want to try this new, uh, workout thing, this exercise. Uh, you need to sit in my lap though. <laughs> like, that's what I'd be like. No, you know what? No, that's too far. We got to, I, I got to find a new trainer.
3: I honestly feel like it's harmless. And I think eventually the attraction will die down, but you're so new. It's three weeks. Most physical trainers are hot. And like, once you're used to it, it'll die down. I don't think you need to find a new trainer. You've never been a cheater. You said you have no intention on doing that.
2: But what would Allison's boyfriend think about it, though? Good question. If he knew about the trainer. Good question. So maybe out of respect to the boyfriend, maybe she should think about it. And she is. 216-474-0104. If you were Allison, what would you do?
0: Direct their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours.
5: Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with hot buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $250. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases, and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment. Down payment. Taxes delivery may be required. See store for details.
2: Q104 plays the hits. It's the Q morning show. Morgan and Bill, we're doing the Cleveland Confessional right now. Allison Westpark is in a relationship, and she also is, she considers fitness very important in her life, so she has a personal trainer. And now she feels like the, the trainer is hitting on her.
3: And he's hot.
2: I'm still not 100%. <laughs> I'm not 100% sold that the trainer is hitting on her. You're not? I've only had one trainer in my life, and he was very nice. Now, I don't think he ever hit on me. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that it's, this is their client. You know, this person is paying, you know, I don't know, $100, $150, whatever it is. And I think that, that there's a lot of customer service involved. And plus, personal trainers are just over the top uh, excited about everything anyway. Right.
3: I, I don't want to say that she's misinterpreting it because, you know, as a woman, you can pick up vibes when guys are like giving you the eyes, you know, and they're like, there's a little twinkle in their eye. When she said that, I knew exactly the kind of look that she was talking about.
2: Okay, I'm going to grant you that. So let's say for the sake of the argument that that's actually happening. The trainer is hitting on her. Is that a problem? I don't know. I mean, I think that, like, say if the trainer goes up to her and says, Hey, uh, how you doing, Allison? All right. Feeling good today? You know, I know a fun activity that can burn about 500 calories an hour. (laughs) Yeah. How would you like to be my special push-up partner? (laughs) I don't know about all that. If that is actually happening, uh, is it harmless? I mean, it really, it's nice to have somebody flirt with you. It's nice to have somebody uh, show you that they're attracted. Yeah. But it's your actions after the fact. What do you do with that once once it's happening?
3: Right. So here are some texts, and I'll give you my perspective after we read some of these texts. Out of the 440, if you're questioning it, questioning it, better play it safe. There's a million other trainers out there. Another text out of the 330 said, ask the boyfriend how he feels about it, which I feel like is just opening up a can of worms. Like, d- d- the boyfriend doesn't need to know. If nothing really has gone on, what is she going to say? Oh, by the way, my trainer's hitting on me. What do you think about that? You know, like it's
2: weird. Yeah, he doesn't need to know.
3: Another really good text that we got from the 216. My question is, why have they been dating for six years? No engagement? (laughs) Question mark. Sounds to me like she's looking for some affirmation from other people.
2: Well, if that's the case, then yeah, she's Allison has some other problems.
3: Okay. If we're taking it, though, at face value, right? Mm -hmm. It's just a personal trainer. He's a little flirty. Whatever. Whatever. I think it's so harmless. What, are you supposed to go through life and not be attracted to anybody ever because mm-hmm. you're in a committed relationship?
2: There you go. I life think,
3: doesn't work like that.
2: I think we can end it right there.
3: So you think she doesn't need to find a new one? I don't. I don't either.
2: It's, well, it's it might be too soon. Let's. Let's wait a couple more weeks to see what kind of (laughs) results you're getting from the trainer. Yeah, really. If you start dropping weight and looking even more hotter, then, hey, the trainer's working for you. (laughs) It doesn't matter.
3: We'll check in with Allison in a few months.
2: But then if the trainer says, hey, are you thirsty after that workout? (laughs) I've got a six-pack right here. (laughs) Q104, good morning. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Battle of the Burbs, brought to you by Window Genie. They clean windows and a whole lot more. Morgan, let's meet our contestants for today.
3: Let's do it. Color 14 is Brittany in Westlake. Brittany, good morning. Good morning. How are you? How's your Thursday? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing lovely. Let's meet your challenger. It's Jeff in orange. Jeff, good morning. Good morning. How are you this Thursday? I am doing just fine. We're going to try to score some Matchbox 20 tickets. You guys, your name is your buzzer in this best of four question trivia challenge. Are you ready to play? Yep. Yeah. All right. Question number one. How many Great Lakes are there? Jeff. Jeff. Seven. Seven is incorrect. Brittany, do you have a guess? Um, Four. Four is also incorrect. I'm thinking about if they miss the question, saving it for the next day. So, like, should I give them the answer or should I save it for tomorrow?
2: I'm not going to argue with you.
3: Okay. Question number two. Name one of Cinderella's two stepsisters. Brittany. Brittany. Gazella. Drizella is correct question number three finger licking good is the slogan for which fast food chain yeah. jeff yeah. Uh, kfc kfc is right we're tied with one question correct each question number four who was the first woman to fly solo across the atlantic ocean yeah. jeff
2: amelia Am- 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 jeff? Am- Am-
3: jeff with the win yeah. uh, all i do is We're just going to breeze past the Great Lakes question, and we'll save it for tomorrow. So if you're listening, you already have a little cheat sheet.
2: I like that. And Jeff is just dancing right now, you can tell. (laughs) I am, too. He's just going nuts right now.
3: Congratulations, Jeff. You're going to see Matchbox 20.
2: Awesome. Can't wait. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it very much. Taylor Swift now. We'll tell you how you can see Taylor in LA coming up after Karma it's Q104 the for
3: the hell of it's
2: Q104 the Q morning show my best friend Kevin just texted me Kevin seven great Lakes. <laughs> ffs <laughs> i think we know what ffs yeah, means yeah we
3: can't say that on the radio
2: and then i texted back i said i didn't know i didn't know that answer either you did it like i wouldn't have gotten the great oh, lakes i don't Bill. know And he's like, you live on one. Exactly. And I'm like, I know, but I don't know about (laughs) the other ones.
3: That's are you smarter than a fifth grader question right there.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I would not do well at that game either. All right. So on the Odyssey app right now, if you're listening to Q104 on the Odyssey app, for every hour that you listen, that is another entry for you to win this amazing once-in-a-lifetime trip to Los Angeles to see Taylor Swift at SoFi Stadium. Not just one show, two shows, her last two shows on the Eras Tour. And we're throwing in airfare. We're throwing in a uh, hotel stay. Yep. An autographed Taylor Swift guitar. Just listen to Q104 on the Odyssey app, and you could win this trip. Trending report next on the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Q104.
5: I listen every morning. Old songs, new songs. I love the music. It makes you feel good in the morning when you're listening to it.
2: Q104 plays the hits, always live on the free Odyssey app. We are the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill, great to have you here. So we lost a legend yesterday. We did. Music icon Tina Turner. And the celebrity tributes are just rolling in. Like everybody's going to pay tribute to Tina Turner in some way. Of course. Uh, Beyonce posted something on our website calling Tina the epitome of power and passion And referred to her as my beloved queen.
3: Yeah, I feel like Beyonce has said in the past that she's taken a lot of inspiration for her own work from Tina Turner.
2: Oh, for sure. Um, Mick Jagger, uh, I think this was on Instagram. uh, He wrote, I'm so saddened by the passing of my wonderful friend Tina Turner. She was truly an enormously talented performer and singer. She was inspiring, warm, funny, and generous. She helped me so much when I was young, and I will never forget her. Elton John on his Instagram, we have lost one of the world's most exciting and electric performers, a total legend on record and on stage. She was untouchable. Not wrong. Two presidents have posted tributes. President Biden uh, posted something and uh, President Obama. uh, uh, President Obama said today we join fans around the world in honoring the queen of rock and roll and a star whose light will never fade. There you go. May we live our lives in a way where people post touching tributes to us. Right. After we go, Morgan. That is the truth. I don't think that's going to happen to me at all. (laughs) When I go, I think my friend Phil will tweet something. I think that'll be it.
3: You are so morbid sometimes. (laughs) I can't handle it.
2: Uh, What should we get into next? This next story, uh, is Morgan and I both saw it. We're like, oh, so, so someone moved into a new house. And then they discovered something, and they're like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Abort mission. Start looking for a new house. Uh, we'll tell you about it next. It's the Q Morning Show. Real life, real Cleveland. Them low, baby, them the Q Morning Show. Makes you
3: feel happy. <laughs> it's on every morning when I
5: wake
2: up. Q 104. It's the Q Morning Show, Q 104. Morgan and Bill. So what did you find in your house right after you moved in? Because here's what happened. This happened in Colorado. New homeowner found not one, but ten shockingly big snakes living in her walls. In
3: the walls?
2: And she's already spent like a $1,000 trying to get rid of them.
3: Oh, that gives me the heebie-jeebies.
2: And it... She has not been successful because the theory is that there's a snake den under her garage. Oh,
3: my gosh. I would move immediately. I'd be like, never mind. Sorry. Not she, moving in.
2: She wants to, according to this story. She says, I can't enjoy my new home. My kids are scared to death. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, can you get out of that? Like, is that like breaking some sort of a, I don't know. I don't know.
3: Isn't there some type of, like, check that a house has to pass before... Selling it to somebody else, you would think that having snakes in the walls would mean that the house wouldn't pass the inspection.
2: Well, if the previous homeowners knew about the snakes, which I hope to God that they did not, uh, there might be some sort of a liability there, but I don't know.
3: Oh my gosh. I could not imagine that. Now I'm going to be, I'm going to go home and like press my ear up against every single one of my walls just to make sure nothing's there.
2: Yeah. I wonder how, see, this is why, this is why I love, Interviews, like if we were talking to her, it's like how? What is the first time that you noticed a snake? Right. Like, what were you doing that all of a sudden a snake just what came out of the wall Literally. or out of like a vent or something? Crazy two one six four seven four zero one zero four. I don't. It might not be snakes. I texted Paula about this. I said, "We ever find anything weird in our house? Because you guys like have moved in. a
3: couple times, right?" Yeah.
2: She said the only the weirdest thing she sent me was uh, guitar picks. Okay. So we we were assuming that. Whoever lived there before before us was a musician. Right. Because she would just find random guitar picks all over the house and it was in the dryer. <laughs> but that sucks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay.
2: That's not snakes.
3: No, it's not snakes.
2: 216 474 0104. What did you find or discover in your house after you moved in? You've got Q104 this morning. Your memory is ecstasy. I miss you more than. Q104 the Q morning show eight thirty one Good morning, Morgan this is random, but I saw my realtor yesterday, and I, I could not place her i was leaving I was in river and I was leaving this plaza where I was working out and I saw this woman and i 'm like, I know her, I know her. where do I know her from um but I, I couldn't place the face. I'm like, and it drove me crazy like all day. And it finally hit me later in the day. The,
3: oh, the, the realtor. The
2: thing is, is that I I've never met her in person. Oh, is that how? Do, how is that possible? Right. Right. Because I bought my house in Ohio in 2021 online. You didn't
3: see the house before you moved in. No. That is brave.
2: Well, it was COVID time, and. I was still living in Arizona, and we needed to find a house, so we did all of our house hunting over FaceTime. Interesting. And I had relatives and friends go with them. Uh, Oh, that's nice. But I never met my realtor. But I know what she looks like, (laughs) and I saw her yesterday. Anyway, we're talking about the the weird thing that you found in your house after you had moved in. Denise is on from Cuyahoga Heights. No, Cleveland Cleveland Heights. Heights. Cleveland Heights. Good morning, Denise.
3: Hey, how are you? Good. How are you?
2: Doing well. What would you sure. find in the house after you moved in?
3: Well, we moved into
5: our house in 1993, and we went down our basement, and there were National Geographics going back to 1920, every single issue in every our basement. Every issue? Every issue. Back to the we 20s. So yeah, and we didn't know if it was worth, they were worth anything or whatever. But we they just kind of sat there and then we we caught up with the people who lived in the house before us and apparently it was an older couple. The wife had hidden them there so they didn't get moved out. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs>
5: but I I made the mistake of mentioning that we still had them in front of the husband and
3: Uh-oh. she was
4: like Gee,
5: thanks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's good. Great. <laughs> did you end up having to give them back. They came back and they came and got them. Oh, yeah. yeah, she had to. Oh man, her master plan was ruined. Yeah, It was funny,
2: Denise. If you also, could estimate, if you how many National Geographic magazines are we talking about down in the-
3: every single one since
5: 1920? So I'd, I, mean, I'd have to do the math, but yeah. When they
2: wow. come out monthly.
3: Yes. Wow.
2: That's a lot that's of magazines. That's a lot
3: of magazines. Yeah. That, it was crazy.
2: That wife knew they were there. Yeah. She oh, knew. Yes. She knew they oh, were yes. down there and they moved out and she was hoping that nobody would, <laughs> would say anything Oops, for sure. sorry.
3: I forgot. Yeah, that's totally
2: how that happened. All right. Hollywood Dirt Sheet. We're going to do that next. It's the Q Morning Show.
1: Thanks for being here. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix.